Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 6, I believe. 6, right? Yes, episode 6, yeah. I should check these before I start recording, but I'm never gonna. Um, episode 6 of Adapter Pals. My name is Jack, aka A Forgotten Donut. Joining me today... My name is Dustin, aka Dustin. I, I said that joke the other week and yeah. I'm reusing it. <laughs> I also said joining me today like you're not always a part of this I'm podcast. I'm always here. <laughs> Always be here. As in, like, the um, special guest, Dustin, <laughs> who you've never heard before. You've never met me, and I've never met me. Who truly does oh, that got, know That Dustin. got deeply philosophical for a minute there. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, it's a good question. What is this? So this is Adapter Pals, and here at Adapter Pals, we talk about game adaptations and movie adaptations eventually, and TV show to game adaptations, and that's just what we're discussing today. So... Before, there was Star Trek and Star Wars and bloody The Mandalorian and Red Dwarf and the other big sci-fi franchises. How many do you want to mention today? Yeah. I, I had another one, but before there was all of those, there was Doctor Who. So today, we're asking the question, is Doctor Who adaptable? I was, I really did think that you weren't going to do the adaptable for a minute. Well, there. I was trying to work it into yeah. that bit, but I, I couldn't get my head around the dialogue, so <laughs> yeah, it was worked. A, that was a yeah, slow so, build. I kind of liked it, but... So yeah, that's what I just... Talking about classic sci-fi franchise, Doctor Who. Are you a fan of Doctor Who, Jack? I sure was, at one point. <laughs> that's that <fair>. sad. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to be again, but um, yeah, I dropped off hard. I dropped off really hard. I think you'll be again soon. I think that they the the beauty of Doctor Who is that they can just reboot it very easily. Like you can just be like, "Oh, it's been like a thousand years, and here's the Doctor just just living their best life, and they've got an alien companion now. You don't even need to include Earth. Like you could just do everything and ignore current canon, but it yeah. still be canon. Like you don't have to because it's a time machine. Like the Doctor can just go back in time a million years and do stuff with that like it, it doesn't really matter um it's always changing who cares if it breaks a bit of law you know the show breaks its own law every other day so oh for sure oh, it christ it changes yeah. every episode it feels it, pretty much and it's like they did a big universe reset in season five so you can always do another big universe reset yeah um i love doctor who i've been a big fan since i was a child like <clears throat> it's same with like star wars for me i don't remember doctor who not being in my life um, essentially, Sweet. it's really weird. Um, so yeah, I've always enjoyed it. I watched like the classic stuff, and then the revival happened, and I've seen obviously all the revival, most of the revival stuff. I have not seen like I've seen probably ten percent, if less than ten percent, of what is on offer of the classic Doctor Who. Um, but I love it all. It's all awesome and cheesy as hell, especially the old stuff. Oh, it's um, real. I haven't seen much of the old <laughs> stuff, but boy. <laughs> It's, 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 it's real cheesy and real low budge and I love it um, but it's also a lot slower as well like watching you go and watch like classic Doctor Who it's so slow sometimes yeah. um, just because it's a different way of making television um, <clears throat> but yeah so it is in fact the longest running sci-fi franchise of all time shit um, <clears throat> so it started in 1963 
Uh, we're just going to jump straight into history, yeah? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, cool, cool, That cool. was like a smooth-ass transition. I'm not <laughs> going to... was. Yeah. So it started in 1963, got 26 seasons up until 1989. There were That's seven actors. Ridiculous. It's a man. lot. It's a lot of seasons. It's like The Bill, I think, had maybe more. I don't know. But yeah, British show's just gone forever. <laughs> it seems... they either... No, they've got, they've got two. They either don't go they go have like 10 episodes but it's the 10 best episodes you ever seen right yeah. or they go on forever and ever and ever or the third option is they get six to ten episodes and they're garbage okay um, that too that too jekyll and hyde is apparently just terrible or i think it's called jekyll is the it's the name of the show it's made by stephen moffat i uh watched a youtube video about it yeah. apparently it's awful um i think i watched the same video why sherlock is shit yeah, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember who made it, but look up why... guy. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Ah. He's a yeah, good boy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, go check out H. Bomber guys. Don't, don't listen to this podcast. Go look up why <laughs> Sherlock is shit. If you nah, want but, actually um... good content, go to, go there. If he you is want great. your regular scheduled trash, <laughs> stick with us. I didn't realize that that was him. Yeah. Um, that's a great video. Really uh, yeah, so... Where was I? Um... The history oh, yeah. of Doctor Who. Yeah, history of Doctor Who. So this is really cool. Um, so the seven people have played the Doctor originally, like the original sort of 26 season run. You had William Hartnell, Patrick Troughton, John Pertwee, Tom da- Tom Baker, <laughs> not Tom Daker, Peter Davidson, Colin Baker, and Sylvester McCoy. Now, it's really cool. The reason that so many people have played the Doctor is because... Um, as you may know, he's an alien. We actually did not talk about this. For anyone who doesn't know... I was know, literally about to say, maybe we should do an explanation. For those yeah. of you who don't know Doctor Who and are like, how have seven actors played them? I've Googled yeah. some of them. They all look very different. They are very different. Um, so, winding back a bit. Essentially, the premise of Doctor Who is that uh, the Doctor is an alien from a faraway planet and they travel around in a time machine called the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. It's quite cool. Um, And when they die, uh, they regenerate into a new body, um, which is really cool. A new body, a new personality, a new... Essentially, basically a a different human, a different person. Yeah, and with, like, same memories, but... It's real weird, especially with, like, like the latest... So, what well, I said the latest. I meant, like, with Matt Smith to Peter Capaldi, there's two very different versions of the Doctor. you got a young, kind of quirky boy turning into an old, grumpy man. Into an old grump. And then yes. an old, grumpy man. Well... <laughs> into... We'll get into it. Um, so, yeah, the idea for regeneration came from the fact that William Hartnell was just getting old and he didn't, he couldn't do it anymore. So they were like, well, we don't want the show to end. So what if we write in this concept of regeneration where a Time Lord, which is the race that the Doctor is, when a Time Lord dies, they regenerate and get a new body and everything. Um, it's so... kind of genius in that, like, you can have this long-running character, and it's the same character over and over, but have so many different elements, update him for the yeah. modern day have an old-timey person come in in the modern day. Like, it's it's such a clever idea. It's so cool. For a workaround, you know? I love it. I think it may even be one of my favourite just sci-fi concepts. It's um, really cool. And also, I think the TARDIS is my other favourite sci-fi concept, because it's... Looks like... It's a police box. I was about to say, yeah, police, a blue police box that you would have seen just in general, even if you don't know oh, who, yeah. what Doctor Who is. You've seen the You've blue seen the TARDIS. Yeah, yeah, you've seen There's that. No chance, and yeah. And if you haven't seen that, you've seen Tom Baker's scarf. 
Um, yeah. Like, there's a couple of really iconic elements that just everyone will know. Same as, like, certain things in Star Wars. You know, mm. like the I Am Your Father bit and everything. Um, spoilers for whoever doesn't know that. Hang on, who's, <laughs> um, who's, who's father? Luke Skywalker is Darth Vader's father. Oh my um, god, what? It's crazy, what a reveal. That is a twist. Yeah. Um, but after the original Doctor Who series ended in 1989, um, they then tried to revive it, like in 1996, with an American TV movie starring one Paul McGann. The movie's fine. I watched it the other night. It's not terrible, but it is not great either. It didn't get great, um, it, it didn't get great reviews, though, did it? Because no, nothing I don't came think of so. it. Yeah, nothing came of it. It went nowhere. It was supposed to like start a whole new series. But um, it's very American. Like it does not feel like it felt like this. Is how I felt watching it. It felt like a cheesy classic Doctor Who episode, but it also felt more like stuff you would see for an American sort of sci-fi shows. Um, is it the first time? That makes sense. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but because I isn't there a love story between the human companion? Oh yeah, the Doctor always travels around with a human companion. Oh yes. Well, yes, sometimes yes. an alien, but it's mostly human, mostly from London, sometimes from America. Oh yeah, pretty much always just from London in the contemporary period that the show is set. Or Cardiff, yeah. Um, um, yeah. Is it the yeah, first time that the does. Doctor and a companion fall in love? That's is a good the... question. I don't know if it's the first time, know. but it's definitely one of the more because that becomes a trope that is less than oh, good. It's a bad trope. Um, yeah, I don't know. He does fall in love with her. Um. But I don't know if they, like, fall in love or if it's just kind of, like, they are together for, like, this night um, saving the world. And it's, like, he has a lot of affection for her. I don't know if it's, like, they've fallen in love. But she doesn't go traveling with him at the end. Like, he does go off on his own. Um, Oh, weird. Yeah. um, And I guess, like, good, because then he never came back. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Then but I love, like... Oh, yeah. oh, sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to move on, but no, if you've got more stuff. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say I love Paul McGann as the Doctor. I think that he was really well cast. Um, He's got a brilliant costume. And his TARDIS is very cool. It's very different. Like, most TARDIS interiors, like, if you look this up, it's usually, like, a sort of spaceship-looking um, room with, like, a big hexagonal control panel in the centre. Um Mm-hmm. His is like it's got the control panel, but the whole room is like a 18th century drawing room or something. Um, it's got like bookshelves and nice armchairs and everything. It is so pretty and so different. Um, I'm gonna look it up quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so there's just a oh, lot of cool weird. concepts. That they, yeah, right. A lot of cool concepts that they played with. Um, yeah, and. Like, yeah, so I think the movie's very middle of the road, but Paul McGann was great. He actually did come back recently in the, uh... I, I say recently. Say in, in the timeline, some wibbly-wobbly weird stuff happens that I think we'll get back to. Yeah. But yeah, they brought him in as, like, a, um, just, like, a very short six-minute episode with him to, um, set up some other stuff. And it was great. I'm just like, I really want Paul McGann to get a six-part miniseries. I'll, I'll, that's the hill that I die on when it comes to Doctor Who. He's great as the Doctor, and he deserves more. Uh, he does audio dramas, though, which is cool. Um, so after that movie, the show pretty much didn't come back until 2005 when they did, like, a modern reboot. There's a really fun piece of trivia about this, which mm-hmm. I think will either scare you or you'll be glad that it didn't happen, basically. Um, so 
Russell T Davies created the show in 2005 and uh, for the BBC. It's always been the BBC, by the way. Um, yeah. He basically has said that they didn't need to make it a sequel. They could have done like a proper reboot of the show and they could have done whatever they wanted. Oh. <clears throat> so take that to mean the TARDIS could have been like a red British phone booth instead of the classic police box. No, you got to keep um, the classic. I know, that's what I think. What a look. Um, but, like, they could have done that uh, because there was nothing saying that they had to do, like, a proper sequel. They could have just gone and rebooted it from, the, like, a first Doctor and changed the TARDIS and everything. And I'm like, that's crazy. Uh, Thank so God I'm they did they Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'm glad they made it a sequel. Um, but, yeah, Damn. since those original seven, um, the new Doctors have been... Christopher Eccleston, David Tennant, Matt Smith, John Hurt, and Peter Capaldi, and Jodie Whittaker, who's really cool, because she's the first female Doctor in 2018, I think it was. That was the, um, what we alluded to before, old grumpy man into younger lady. Man into a young and quirky lady, and I have not seen any of her run except for the first episode. I'm getting, I'm working my way to it, I'm really keen. Um, getting through. You're doing a big rewatch. Yeah, and it's... It's just been a great trip, Dan, like memory lane and also experiencing new episodes and everything. Like it's been, it's been awesome. Um, yeah. I've been loving it. Um, and then they got David Bradley, uh, who some of you may know from Harry Potter played Filch. He got to come back or well, he got to come and play the first doctor in an episode with Peter Capaldi, which was really cool. That's um, cute. Yeah. And like, you get to see his old TARDIS and everything. And they um, look one-to-one. Like it's, Oh, wild. it is an insane recreation of like of that costume and that look and like he gets the voice and all that stuff it is just it's crazy um <clears throat> it's also i think that's everything yeah i think yeah, what did I say? yeah the 60th anniversary is coming up in 2023 so get hyped for that the show is also super massive in america and in 1965 <clears throat> in the 1960s there was two films that came out two doctor who films starring peter cushing um called Doctor Who and the Daleks, and the other one was called uh, called The Dalek Invasion of Earth. These are really cool because they're classic Doctor Who episodes reimagined as, like, films. Peter Um, Cushing, a.k.a. um, Grand Moff Tarkin, if you don't know. That's the one. Uh, Awesome actor. So these films are interesting because they're in colour and the original show is in black and white, and they use... um, like, they, they exist in the canon of Doctor Who as fan films or something, or, like, Hollywood films or fan films that are made based on the Doctor's adventures because he's, like, a massive universal celebrity, basically, because he can travel anywhere in time and space and saves people, saves planets and everything. So it's this big celebrity on Earth in canon, so then there's films that exist of him. It's weird and interesting. Um, but the films were all right. I watched them quite a bit as a kid. Uh, and then there's a bunch of spin-offs as well. So one of his companions, Sarah Jane Smith, she got a TV show, The Sarah Jane Adventures. His uh, metal robot dog, K9, got a spin-off, apparently. Um, meant, like, again, if you don't know Doctor Who, what a sentence just to, like... <laughs> oh, right. his metal robot dog got a show? <clears throat> Excuse me? Yeah. What? I should say yes. He has a robot dog called K9, and he's adorable and amazing. Um, there's a show called Class, which is cool because it's... I haven't seen it, but like, I think the concept is quite cool because it's set at the school that the Doctor's granddaughter goes to in the very first episode of the show. Oh, I haven't even heard of that. Yeah. Um, and then there's Torchwood. <clears throat> Sorry about that. There's Torchwood, um, which is probably the most famous Doctor Who spin-off. Featuring the very um, beautiful Captain Jack. Captain Jack Harkness, famous character from the show. If you haven't watched it, 
if, if you haven't, why not? No, I mean, look, it's it's not for everyone. It is pretty bizarre sci-fi. Um, but it's but fun. yeah, it's very fun. But yeah, um, Torchwood's great. And we're talking before the show. Jack hasn't seen it, and I highly recommend it. Uh-huh. Um, but I saw the Sarah Jane Adventures, which was fine. Just weird. It was fine. Apparently. <laughs> Um, because out, we maybe. could talk about Doctor Who history forever. We could, yeah. We I'm going to limit you now. Yeah, I because think you done. haven't you haven't mentioned oh. a single classic Doctor Who villain. I haven't. So I'm going to limit you to the top five. Top and a five. brief, like twenty five words or less about each. Okay, so classic Doctor Who villains. Yeah. You got the Master, the Cybermen, the Daleks, Quarks. Um... <laughs> Which I don't know anything about. They're just funny. You know, I'm gonna uh, move. I, I mean, it's, sorry, the best. Um, I, should, I shouldn't have said classic. I meant the best. The best. So the best would be the master, the Cybermen, and the Daleks. Mm-hmm. Probably so the, the master most being and... an, a fellow Time Lord. Yeah, he's a fellow Time Lord. Um, so he has all the same abilities as the Doctor. He's got a TARDIS as well. Um, and he's, just he's evil. <clears throat> yeah, he's just evil Doctor, and he, he often has a mustache that he can twirl. Um, or he's he played is... by a beautiful, beautiful man. He's so over the John top. John Sim. Oh, yeah, he was John Sim. Yeah, I was thinking, I think his name was Ainsley Harry. I mean, look, wrong. he's not, not beautiful, but, like, John Sim. Oh, John Sim is what great. A guy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ainsley Harriet is not who I was thinking of. We can edit this bit out. I'm not um, gonna. <laughs> Let me look this up so that uh, I don't look like an idiot. Alright, well, I'm going to talk about the master um, a bit because it's... Anthony Ainley is the Anthony one. Ainley. Just amazing, over the top performance. Um, Proper, like, Ainsley... think of a think of a traditional villain, like a stereotypical. Yeah. It's him. That's who you're looking at. It's awesome. Um, he's just goofy, big collar, big robes. Good stuff. Time travel. It's great. Um, the you're Daleks. The Cybermen. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay, Cybermen. You, 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 the Daleks are last. Come on. Yeah, Cybermen, robot warriors from outer space. Um, they're basically people who up kept upgrading themselves to the point where they were just robots. Um, and now they need to upgrade everyone else. And then upgrade everyone else because they believe that the that the universe isn't perfect until it's a world of steel. Um, very cool, maybe kind of overdone villain. I mean, the Daleks are overdone as well. The Masters probably overdone. They're probably all overdone. Um, but just what happens to classic villains, really? Yeah, and look, if you're listening and you're enjoying the sound of all this stuff, look up the, especially if you have only seen classic Doctor Who, so modern Doctor Who, look up the classic Cybermen designs. Oh, they are creepy bad. as shit. It's creepy, they but it's bad. They are nightmare fuel. They're bad, but like, <laughs> they're nightmare fuel. Um, it's 60s <laughs> costumes with a $2 budget. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. Um, then the Daleks are the uh, Doctor's biggest enemy? Yeah, I'd say, yeah, yeah, most famous. It's like, again, like with, if you haven't ever seen Doctor Who, you've definitely seen the TARDIS, you've definitely seen Tom Baker, you've definitely seen Daleks. Um, they look like a big dustbin or an R2-D2. Um, but a Roomba ha- R2-D2. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Combine a Roomba and an R2-D2, done. Yeah, yeah, they have like guns and plungers and they're cool. Gun and the, um, plun- the plunger's so good. Yeah, I love it's, the plunger. It's like, what is it used for? Um, I think it's for interacting with things on their ships, but it is yeah, it just looks like they're there to clean the toilet and kill people. There's that um, four dollar budget. <laughs> I think I said two dollar last time. Two dollars well, for Cybermen, two dollars for the Daleks. Speaking of low budget, it's so funny if you look at like so like the classic Doctor Who 
um, when the Daleks are first introduced, they only had four Dalek shells. So um, they really had to make good use of them because there's like a person inside driving the robot shell around. Um, I say robots got a little alien, but that's besides the point. Um, they would drive them around and the sets are hilarious. Like it's all matte paintings and then like like three walls, like three silver corridors um, and just as few Daleks as possible because they're expensive to produce. Um, Daleks are cool though. They're essentially um, like space fascists and they believe that everything is inferior to the Daleks. They only have hate inside them and they want to destroy everything and rule the universe um, with only Daleks. And it's they're, they're sometimes and they love terrifying. To scream, exterminate, exterminate. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, they're sometimes terrifying, sometimes not. I think they're terrifying for kids. Um, they're pretty spooky. But yeah, that's like, that'd be top three most famous and most oh, popular it. Doctor Who villains, probably. Well, he's also been in a bunch of video games. Oh my god. What are the Doctor Who video games? Well, the first one was Doctor Who the Adventure. The first adventure, my mistake. Okay. Now, with the title Doctor Who the First Adventure, what Doctor would you assume is in it? I would assume that it would be following William Hartnell, the first Doctor. No, it's the fifth Doctor. Really? Peter Davidson has the... I thought uh, you were going to say Tom Baker, to be honest. No, no. Well, that's this is the first official one. Okay. There might have been fan-made ones with different ones, but no, the first Doctor Who game features the fifth one, Peter Davidson. When did it come out? It came out in 1983. Wow. Which is... Yeah, just weird. Yeah. Okay, what did it look like? Not good. It looked like a game from 1983. <laughs> it was like one of those, you know, find your way out of the maze, kind of like Pac-Man-y, right. that kind of stuff. And it's called uh, Doctor Who, The First Adventure. The First Adventure. Next one was in 1985. Again, pretty bad. Doctor Who and the Warlord. Oh, these look ugly. Yeah, they're not good, huh? I hate old games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to skip past some of the older ones, because who cares, let's be honest. I agree. Dalek Attack, that's a weird one, it looks... What is... Oh, it's a, like a point-and-click, I think. Oh, wild. It was 1992, Commodore 64, Atari, that kind of stuff. The box art is incredible. They sure, like, that's like old games, so, like... Um, yeah. They always had to have good box art. Because otherwise, how do you sell the game? Can't sell it on bloody pixel art. Oh god, no! And then <laughs> the one that you seem to play for the PC, Doctor Who: Destiny of the Doctors, nineteen ninety-seven. You wanted oh, to yeah. talk about that quickly? I'll just do a quick little talk about it. It's mm -hmm. a. Uh, I was going to say famous. I have no idea how famous or well-known this game is among Doctor Who fans. I played it as a child, um, and at that point, it was already several years old. But um, it's like you pretty much you play as this character called Grark no idea if they have any relevance in the law but um all the doctors have been captured by the master and you have to like you're pretty much on the tardis you get to like send the tardis to different time periods um and you basically fight a bunch of classic enemies trying to rescue the doctor like each incarnation it's cool though because when you like say you want to go and fight like cybermen you have to select the doctor who fights like it was famous with the Cybermen or whatever, and then you can, and then you have to avoid Cybermen in the TARDIS, and then go out and do a puzzle, and then go and rescue the Doctor from some 
mission or whatever. It's all, it's all, it's all in first person. Um, it really played into the idea that the TARDIS is what they call dimensionally transcendental. That's like why it's bigger on the inside and why it's like infinite on the inside and it, like it, the corridors change and everything. So you would like go through a door, then when you go back through it, it'd be a different space. Your nerd um, is showing, by the way. My nerd is showing like crazy. Um, <laughs> I am. I know more about this than I thought I did. Um, Here's a little uh, trivia early on. Dustin never had sex. I'm gonna guess from uh, this. <laughs> my God. I missed everything you just said. You know that's probably good. You'll you'll listen back to that and you'll get a nice little surprise. Oh, no. Moving on. I think I know what you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so big nerd. Um, yeah, it was a really cool game. I loved playing it as a kid. I've never finished it, but um, yeah, it was cool. Anyways, what are the other games? Well, actually, I have a little bit of uh, sad trivia about this game that's real oh. and not just a joke. Oh. Um, Anthony Ainley? Yes. This was his last time it as the Master. Was. It was, indeed, yes. And perhaps his role for the Master for the final time. In this uh, denofgeek.com article, I should probably shout them out. That's where I'm getting all the Doctor Who games from. That's pretty awesome, though, considering, like, that he actually came back to play the Master mm. almost a decade after the show had ended, and who knows how long. And it was a great his... FMV, like, classic 90s. Yeah. So then, it much gets... like the show, after that, uh, Doctor Who games just were gone for a while. That's understandable. About 11 years until Top really? Top Trump's Doctor Who, which oh I don't think God. counts as a game, so we're going to move on. not a video game. Top Trump's is, is like cards, right? Yeah. yeah. Little, little bad, dumb cards. Yeah, I don't... I remember seeing them ever. I don't know what the point of them was. <laughs> then we had a bunch of games uh, based on Matt Smith era of Doctor Who. Yeah, that so makes it's sense. the 11th Doctor. That would line up, wouldn't it? The next one was, let me find out, the first one was Doctor Who... Oh, there was like a Flash game, but, yeah, you know, I'm gonna just skip past that. Yeah, that's fair. Where is it? I've lost them. Oh, no. Oh, oh it only no. goes up to there. Never mind, oh. hang on. So there was, a, there was, like, one for the PlayStation, there was one yeah, for the okay. Wii, there was one for the DS. What was the name of this game? Uh, there were a bunch of them. Oh, right, okay. There were a whole... Stinking lot of them. So there was the Eternity Clock that was the PlayStation 3 one. Um, I'm very glad because in the reception I get to mention Obscure ABC being Australian Broadcasting Corporation video game series Good Game because I love Good Game. Did they talk about it? They talked about them. I think they had a big Doctor Who episode because a bunch of Doctor Who games came out. Holy crap, this looks awful. This one got a uh, 3.5 out of 20, because, you know, there's two reviewers, so one must have rated at 1, the other one rated at 1.5. Is this the Eternity Clock? Yeah, I just saw it has 2 yeah. out of 10 on Eurogamer. It's not good. Um, there was Evacuation <laughs> Earth on the DS. Once again, I'm just going to mention Good Game. A 3 out of 10 and a 2 out of 10. Oh my god. Did they get, like, Matt Smith and everything? In yeah, yeah, they role? have Matt Smith and Karen Gillum. Wow. Uh, we had the Mazes of Time. That was the iOS one that looks kind of shit. They all look kind of shit. And then Doctor Who Return to Earth, which is uh, one that I bought. Oh. Uh, good game. Once again, Stephanie Bendixson and Gus Goose. Where is his name? 
I forget his last name, but they're great. They're in back pocket now. It's good. Um, good game. What a show. I used I, to play... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Just a 1 and a 1.5 out of 10, saying it's one of the worst games I've ever played. And you know what? I can attest to that. Oh I owned God. the Doctor Who Wii game, and it was fucking rough. I remember there being a glitch, like, in level 3, and then I couldn't finish it. Right. So, That's I used bad. to just go on my PC, like, on my parents' computer, and look up Doctor Who games, and there were some fun Doctor Who Flash games. Um, Not this one. There was, like, there was one based on that episode Dalek, uh, mm-hmm. where you control the Dalek and you have to break out a facility, and, like... I think I played that! You probably played it. it was, yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. Um... And then there was one where you control, like, a blimp and have to rescue people during the Cyberman attack. Yep, Um, I remember playing that too. That that was was sick! So, Doctor Who is only good in the 90s in gaming and as Flash games. Um, Recently, there has been a VR game. again, yeah. What's that called? Doctor Who, The Edge of Time. That's the one. It's got mixed reviews on Steam. It's VR, you, like, run around. It looks fine. Do you play as the Doctor in all of these, presumably? I don't know. Team up with the Doctor. Do you get, you get to, to pilot the TARDIS? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, okay, I, I just looked up. Yeah, it's like 94% of Google users like this game. It's except the 10 on Steam. Yeah. It's uh, um, Jodie Whittaker, so the 13th ah, cool. Doctor one. The graphics look alright. look fine. And now there's two more games coming out this year, question mark. Might be delayed think that one of them might be a mobile game. The first maybe one is a I'm mobile game, okay, The yeah. Lonely Assassins, based on my favourite villain, kind of, until they're not, uh, The Weeping Lol. Angels. Eh. It's apparently going to be like a found phone game. So you're unravelling a sinister series of events that takes place at West Drumlin's from the best episode of Doctor Who. Oh, Blink. so it's like set during that like episode so, yeah. or something okay that, that, that should be good then right like presumably could be um second one's a console game doctor who the edge of reality is this another vr one no that's just a regular pc and console one. Oh. and uh starring jody whittaker and a returning david tennant <gasps> he's gonna be in it that gets me really excited i the only thing that i wouldn't want i mean i haven't watched the jody whittaker era but i hate the interior of her tardis um so I would rather explore something like, I think, Matt Smith's TARDIS or Peter Capaldi's or David TARDIS Tanner. is great. Or David Tan's TARDIS is, is pretty cool. Um, we should mention, because uh, we got to, what's your favourite Doctor? My favourite Doctor is, it's hard to say, I'm probably at the moment, having just done a big watch through up till Peter Capaldi's start, I'm, this is controversial, I'm leaning towards Matt Smith. I just love his energy and his personality. You're incorrect. But, Obviously, the fan favorite is David Tennant, who I and love. And the correct choice. And, yeah, like you'll say, the correct choice. I really love David Tennant. I think his episodes are much better. Um, but I also think that there's just something about the way that, like, just Matt Smith, I just love his, I call it like a childlike fascination with the universe. I think it's awesome. Um mm. And he's just fun. But uh, David Tennant has probably got better stories. Um, What's what's great about Doctor Who? Is that you can have a favourite, and they're all pretty valid. Yeah, they're all pretty awesome. Um, like you can pick, oh, my favourite is this one, and I made a joke that you're wrong, but, like, it's <laughs> fine. You can believe that. You yeah, are incorrect, it's... but it's okay. 
it's like such a it's so interesting and then there's obviously classic doctors as well like hmm. tom baker would probably be a favorite classic of mine um i think it's but, tom baker and david tennant seem to be the two favorites yeah. um and then i think john pertwee i used to love a lot as well but that's like who i grew up with the most would have been like because when they put it all back on tv like they were just running it on the abc hmm. um the stuff that we saw the most of was um was tom baker and a lot of john pertwee as well so it's just i'm very familiar with those two um so yeah, yeah tom baker was just awesome you know offering people jelly babies and all that and his big scarf and his hat um scarf should yeah. we go on to uh video game news now a little bit of yeah. uh game break what's news break? happened what's happened in gaming news this week well Jack? i want to talk about it first because it's it's for me and it's only for yeah me. um it's not there's many people i <laughs> some of you may know anime is not for me for some reason i just don't like it it's not i've watched, a few, I've watched some of the classics anime. i just don't like it it's fine i just don't like it except there is one exception there's one beautiful exception i don't know why but persona oh my god i love it so much i hate turn-based combat too it's not something That's... i like pokemon not not for me that much Persona is it is turn-based combat and anime and I love it so much and they've kind of announced the new one when you say kind of is it just like we're working on another Persona game or something so it's a 25th anniversary website I think it's going to be the 25th anniversary soon because I think Persona 5 was the 20th anniversary right and um they've got like all of the games in order like in images, like Persona yeah. came out this time, Persona 2 came out this time, and then 2 Secret. Okay. So it's like posters, and then 2 that just say the word Secret, after Persona oh, 5 Royal. Okay, okay. Same with a, uh, all, they've got all the protagonists of the games, and then all of a sudden, after Persona 5's protagonist, there's just a Secret Empty option. Interesting. It's like, okay, something's coming. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. either they're doing like a big series remake, or they're gonna do a sequel. They're gonna do well. Each each game is like you know uh, standalone. Yeah. So it'll be a new character, new set of world, everything. Okay. Which is always exciting. That's exciting. I mean, there's always callbacks to the old. I think that's on one weird. Of them... that I did not hear anything about that. Sorry. No, you're fine. I I didn't hear about it until a friend sent it to me, and I'm like, oh my yeah, god, sorry. this is the best. So I can't wait for that. That's exciting for Jack. That's cool. Um, well, exciting for me mm-hmm. is The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword uh, has its 10th anniversary this year, and it's released today. They've brought out a Switch remaster. It looks pretty awesome. I'm going to do my best to pick up a copy because I'm really excited to play it because it's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, I'm going to say, a universally not really liked Zelda game. I think it's a universally mixed Zelda game. Yeah. Um, it. The thing is, though... If you bloody hate it, you're wrong, because uh, you probably also like Breath of the Wild, and it is the pioneering oh. like game for all the Breath of the Wild stuff, um, such as degrading shields and uh, stamina, stuff like that. Um, um, degrading shields, the worst part of Breath of is, the Wild. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, I don't like how <laughs> aggressive it is, but yeah, it's like... Um, 
Skyward Sword set up a lot of things that went on to make what a lot of people called the greatest Zelda game. Um, and plus, I'm only joking. If you don't like Skyward Sword, you cannot like Skyward Sword. It's perfectly okay. You're wrong, but it's perfectly okay. Um, I love it. I think it's fantastic. The uh, ending gets me. Um, I'll, I'll probably give it a go. Yeah, you can always borrow my copy. Um, and the last bit of news is uh, kind of on the Switch. It's sort of two bits of news, but we'll do this, oh, is the, we'll do this weird. Oh, well, I'm there's sorry. the thing about Netflix. We'll just quickly really do the thing about Netflix. Apparently, Netflix wants to get into game streaming. Um, sure. You go for it, dude. Why not? Everyone I loves their Google Stadia. Bandersnatch. Um, we both went for two jokes making fun of them, and that's pretty good. It's, yeah, yeah, Bandersnatch yeah, was Stadia. okay. I love Google Stadia. We all we all love no it because we all bought one. Um, it's going super well. I like that you have to pay a subscription and then also pay for the and games. And also on top pay of for that. games. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Imagine yeah. imagine you sign up for Netflix and then it's like and then you have to pay for movies. Oh, like Disney Plus. Yeah, but at least they're new movies. Like yeah. at least, like at least, and it's kind of look. I don't want to be all like this is look how good Disney is. Um, it's not a terrible deal. But it's also not a good deal either. I don't think. I think that thirty-five dollars is a little bit steep. But I think it's steep if you live on your own. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. If you're watching it with like six to eight people or something, or even just six people, it's worth it because you've already saved a hundred dollars in movie tickets. Um, when I'm sitting down with uh, my partner, thinking, "Oh, should we watch Black Widow?" and then it's like thirty to thirty-five dollars when I could see it in a cinema for the same price, with a much bigger, better screen. Exactly. It's a hard... It's a hard bargain. Are you going to watch Black Widow? I don't know. I've heard mixed things. I've already listened to all the spoilers, so, like, maybe, maybe not. My brief review would be, I would wait for it to be free on Disney Plus in, like, two months. Will do. I didn't love it. Um, I won't get into why, because it's just command spoilers and stuff, but, you know, it's fine. Um, yeah, so Netflix is doing that. Good luck, Netflix. All power to you. <laughs> How good. Good luck. Might you know. work. And, yeah, let's talk about Valve. What did Valve do? They made a Switch. They made a Switch? They made a Switch. That doesn't Literally. switch. They made a Switch Lite. You know that it... Well, it's not, because they said that they're bringing out a... a like a... Like a... What's the thing? A dock for it. They're bringing a dock, like, oh. it'll be sold separately. Yeah, you'll be able to dock it. Okay, um, they made a Switch, then. It's literally a Switch that's a PC. It's like mm. a handheld PC. They're calling it the Valve Steam Deck. By the way, I looked up Steam Deck, and the first thing that came up was, did you mean Stream Deck? So this is, this is hot <laughs> news. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they've announced... The, by the way, we're recording Friday, so that's... That, that's that hot news for us. Announced. Yeah, I think it got announced, like, a couple of weeks ago, but it's been revealed to, like, you can, there's, like, IGN has uh, got a video out talking yeah. about it and everything. I think it looks alright. Um, graphics are okay. I mean, it is a handheld. The Switch hasn't exactly got the best graphics, so it's like, can't talk. But, um, yeah, looks like it'll be cool. Um, it's probably fine. In... Yeah, I think it'll be okay. I'm not going to get one, because I can't afford it. But um, it's it's coming out in December, uh, but not in Australia. So if you're listening in Australia, you're gonna have to wait a little bit longer. So yeah, it, uh, it'll be cool. Um, if you can, it'll be like I guess the first time you can play like PC games on the go, which is quite uh, quite remarkable. 
It'll be... Look, I wonder how well it'll do. Yeah. Because I just don't know. I think that it's going to have... Hold on, I was going to say, I think if it come, when it comes out, maybe people will finally be able to get the PlayStation 5 because uh, there'll be something new <laughs> to, go and, to go and sell out of. Um, yeah. But I also know, like, Nintendo has, like, really good marketing for the Switch, and the Switch is great for families and everything. This is very much a solo unit for one person. Um, for a big nerd like us. For a big nerd. Yeah, but it's like, I would rather probably, in my case, I'm just going to save up and eventually get a PC, so I, I don't think I'll... Yeah, no fair. I don't think I'll invest. Not straight away, but it is very cool. Like, it's a cool concept. Like, we've got um, big virgin energy, but maybe not that much. Whoa, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> He's out of line. Uh, but he's right. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, Falcon. Um, all right, well, moving on, because I think that's all the gaming news. It's a I reckon so. pretty interesting week. Um, let's talk about game pitches. Dr. Jack, game pitch. Take it away. Yeah, you've, you've done the last few pitches first. I, I don't have. remember why. I just, and I'm frustrated because I don't like talking for long stretches of time. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you're right, the host after all. So. We're both the host. It's fine. I just oh, introduce I think it. So. You introduce it and then shut up. No. <laughs> yeah, I introduce it, shut up, yeah. and let you talk about Doctor Who for, <laughs> like, 20 minutes? It's been a long time. Leah, let's hear your game pitch. What's, All right. it, uh, what's it about? Doctor Who game. Doctor Who is not about combat. So I wanted to avoid that immediately. Right. Doctor Who rarely ever throws a punch. He's about using his mind and usually a hell of a lot of deus ex machinas to solve problems. True. <laughs> I took, I took inspiration from, like, your portal, that kind Ooh. of, like, puzzler, um, what's the other one? Not Superliminal, um, but that kind of, like, puzzler game. Okay. I don't know what Superliminal is, but yeah, sure. It's that one, did you see, um, like, you pick up an item, and depending on the perspective of it, it grows, or... Oh, okay, so I haven't played Superliminal, but I've played another game like it, called right. Maquette, um... Which is like a puzzle game, and you've got a miniature version of the world you're in, and you can put oh. items in that to shrink them or take items out of it to enlarge them. That's cute. But then you're actually just in a uh, you're you're just like the regular size world around you is just on a table as well, and around that is a bigger version and a bigger version. It's it's a trippy game. Um, that sounds really cool, and I want to play that. Yeah, it's cool. Well, I took inspiration from that game. And I want to combine okay. it with, like, a, the, a way out. Or Ooh. it takes two. Ooh. So I would want it to be a co-op adventure puzzler. Right. So, so yeah, pretty much, like, I, have, I haven't seen much of um, it takes two, but that kind of thing. That game looks gorgeous, just saying. Sorry. No, you're fine. There'd be no combat. That you could maybe stun villains, like you'd have Daleks yeah. and Cybermen and shit. You can stun them. But you can never really fight them. It's all about running away yeah. and trying to figure out how to trap them. Leave the fighting up to the people with the guns, as the doctor would probably say. Yeah. Using the environment to your advantage. So I would say that the doctor would have his screwdriver and a lot of like more ranged techie devices. What's he going to do with a screwdriver, Jack? 
He is Sonic Screwdriver, which oh is my a God. do anything device, it's really. It's a do anything device, yeah. Do you want this Sonic Screwdriver to unlock a door? Yeah, sure, go for it. Do you want it to be able to hack into the most powerful computer ever? It sure can. Just it's great. The only thing it can't do is wood, because apparently it's too primitive. I'm there sure it's done wood, though. I'm pretty sure everything in that show that's not alien tech is too primitive, but anyways. Yeah, um, yeah okay. Um, so, And then you game. play as like, the Doctor and the Companion. I probably should have mentioned that. Yeah. Uh, companion would have a lot more of like the physical... They'd be able to move stuff around. Because the Doctor's not really a physical guy. No, he's not. He runs a lot. Or she, I should say. They run yeah. a lot. But uh, yeah, they don't really do much. So the Companion would be more about the physical actions, the moving boxes and shit like that. So you'd each have, depending on who you picked, you'd have a different experience, you know? Right. That'd be really cool. You'd have the TARDIS as, like, a hub, and different levels would be, like, different adventures you're going on. Would you be piloting the TARDIS? I... no. Okay, cool. I think it would just be a hub world, and you go up to the console, and you pick where you want to go. It does the... as a loading screen. Yeah, plays some music, does some time vortex stuff. Yeah, it's great. Makes the noise... Yeah, By the way, if you've, can... if you've never seen Doctor Who and you're still listening, look up the TARDIS noise. It's the greatest sound in science fiction. Pretty uh, sorry. Oh, Continue. a lightsaber. <laughs> I think a lightsaber is better. Hot topic for another day. That... <laughs> vroom. Vroom. There's nothing like a vroom. So good. Yeah, but the, the TARDIS like the... <laughs> <laughs> I was look worried up. that this episode was going to devolve into sound, <laughs> to sound effects. Look up the clip on your free time of Matt Smith's, like, the scene where, like, the 11th Doctor makes the TARDIS noise. It's the funniest thing. Um, <laughs> I then saw somebody took that noise that he makes with his mouth and then put it over the actual TARDIS no, landing good. and taking off. It is so good. All right, sorry, continue. No, you're fine. Uh, there'd be moments where you're, like, separated from each other and you got to make your way back to each other. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, just, I want it to be a different experience for whoever you play as, whether yeah, it be the I companion like... or the Doctor. I um, really liked it in games, so I'm sold. There'd be different, like... So there might be the Weeping Angels, and their whole thing is yeah. if you stop staring at them, any time that... Uh, I'm explaining this so poorly. Anytime you look at an <laughs> angel, it is frozen. The moment yeah. you look away and no one's looking at it, then it can attack. It can move and it's super fast, and I won't get into the nerdy aspect of it. It's real <laughs> creepy until it's not. Until it's not. Um, but yeah, like you'd have different enemies and they'd have different ways to beat them or defeat them. So you might have a puzzle where one of you has to be staring at the angel. Right. While the other does something, then the other one has to come up and the doctor has to do something, then the doctor has to run back. Oh, that'd be so cool. Okay, yeah, okay. No, that just clicked with how that would work. Yeah, and you'd have different puzzles that maybe you have to do something at the same time. So you have to do it really quickly because... The angel's going to get you like that. Oh, that'd be sick. Uh, the um, one thing that I would... Oh, sorry, you go. Would this game be first person or third person? I at first thought first person. But then an aspect that I really want would only truly work in third person. Right. And that is... And I'm shocked it hasn't been used before. I get it. I get that you want to play as iconic people. Make right. your own doctor and companion. Ooh! I yeah, want it I'm to be customizable. 
I want you to be able to express yourself however you want as your own doctor. Maybe, maybe you have a couple of like presets that are the yeah. the doctors. If you want to play as a David Tennant doctor, then yeah, they are an option. I'd totally be down for that because that just really works into the law. The doctor can literally turn into anyone. Yeah. So they can turn yeah. into you. You can Do make it. your own doctor. That'd be awesome. Um, and similar to. Uh, oh, you, like you could be, you could choose your gender, whether it yeah. be male, female, other, doesn't matter. Uh, that's for goes for both the Doctor and the Companion. Be so cool. And online, like you can play this with random people, and then they get to see your Doctor. Ooh, that'd or be the, really or cool. Or your Companion. Or... So okay, you can yeah, just I like that. Jump into a random game with someone, and you've got a unique Doctor and Companion pretty much companion. every time. That'd be so cool. Pick their costume, pick whatever you want. That's sick. And similar to Jedi Fallen Order, and their beautiful lightsaber customization, right. making your own sonic screwdriver. Bro. Picking the color, picking whatever you want. Yeah, right? Did that... This would be sick. Yeah, that, that gets me all sorts of excited. That's why I to be third person, so you can see your... So you can see all that. Well, in first person, you better see the screwdriver. But yeah, if you want to see, yeah, you got to see your... Your creation, although with the uh, with ray tracing, uh, oh. you be able to see yourself in mirrors. Um, <laughs> I don't know what reason... the companion would have, but oh, you'd have sorry. something to customize for them. Yeah, the only reason I ask about um about first person is uh, I played this horror game um, with a weeping angel type enemy in it, mm-hmm. and the game had a blink mechanic oh. where he, if you held your eyes open, like if you didn't press the space bar or whatever it was to blink eventually your eyes would close like you would get eye strain and everything right. i'm like that would be something really cool in first person you could do it in third person but you would have less of the cool visuals of it um yeah. and that would just be such a creepy experience against weeping angels in first person <laughs> well i think because they're only one aspect of the game right i i wouldn't maybe you have a mechanic just for that level yeah, absolutely but yeah, because you'd be facing off against different enemies, maybe Sontarans, the potato oh, people, yeah. you know, whatever you want. <laughs> so yeah, that would be my game, like a puzzler co-op. I like it. I'm shocked they haven't had a make-your-own Doctor yet. I'm shocked that there's not really big-budget Doctor Who games. There's not that many general. Doctor Who games um, at all. Going through the list, I was shocked at how little there were. Yeah. Because it seems like something that's perfect for video games. Um, yeah, I really like your game. Would you have a name in mind, or would it just be called Doctor Who? Or uh, I didn't really think of a name. I'm, I'm always bad with the names. That's fair. Uh, you are a bit. Oh. Um, I think that it's also something interesting. You know, like sort of going back to what we talked about with like the regeneration and stuff. He's hmm. the show is called Doctor Who, and it's perfect for the nature of the show. And it's unintentional as well, the fact that he, they regenerate. So it's like, Doctor, who is it? You could say. It's like, it mm. can be anyone. Um, that's like a, a running thing throughout the show. That I was like, the Doctor, Doctor Who. Um, but it's like, it, it makes it even more meaningful in your game where you design your own. Um, I'll call it Doctor like You. There you go. Oh, no! <laughs> um, <laughs> the worst possible name. Doctor no. You. Um, Dr. Wii U, because it comes out on the Wii U. Um, and only the Wii U. <laughs> yeah, that's, Dr. um... Dr. Wii U! Oh, no. <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, I like <laughs> this game a lot. It sounds really cool. Thank you. Um, Do you have a name? What would you call it? I, look, it'd just be like... 
be called the, the Doctor and their companion doing time and space shit, maybe Weeping Angels. I love it. Perfect good name. name. Rolls off the tongue. I, it really does, right? Imagine <laughs> that on the box. And so you can sell it to kids, shit would have like an asterisk in it. Instead of Yeah, yeah, you'd have it. Doctor Who doesn't swear, come on. Nah, nah, they don't. Um, I did the cardinal sin of calling him Doctor Who instead of the Doctor, and I can see someone listening to that and going, oh, they're fucked. But get this, get this, the Mm -hmm. casting, when you watch the credits on the original show, it says Doctor Who, William Hartnell. Ah. Character was listed as Doctor Who. That's funny. There you go. That's, that's the Doctor's name, everybody. Um, would you like to hear my game idea? I, sh- I mean, look, no, but I'll let you go for it. <laughs> that's all good. Um, End of the podcast. I'm done. So, I say, I, I've thought this for ages. Now, LEGO <laughs> Dimensions has done this as an add-on. but I think That's the, the LEGO Who, Dimensions thing, and what's LEGO Dimensions? It's like a LEGO game with a whole bunch of different stuff in it. I think it's... That's the one with, like... The similar to Skylanders and shit, buy your own exactly yeah. packs to add on to the game. Yeah, yeah, the money laundering one. So they've done Doctor Who, but I think that Traveller's Tales should make a pure Doctor Who game because I think that Doctor Who is perfect for. I said this is what I said on Friday my pitch. Mm. I said it's perfect for the light-hearted whimsy of Lego. Um, mm. So you would do a full Doctor be, Who Lego game? Absolutely, it would be like pick, you know. A whole bunch of different classic stories and modern Doctor Who stories and everything. Um, you can play them in whatever order you want. It doesn't matter. It's time travel. You would have all the Doctors playable. Um, all the Tardises would be playable as well. Like you'd have all the different interiors. Um, I would go for like fully explorable Tardis, like with all the different rooms and stuff that they talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be super cool. Um, sort of tie into that whole aspect of it being infinite and being able to change and everything. That would just be a fun hub world to explore. Fuck yeah. um, the main thing would be just sort of experience your favourite classic Doctor Who stories, you know, famous Doctor Who stories, in Lego form. You know, the way any Lego game works, um, it's not particularly original. I just think it'd be great for Doctor Who. I just think it's a great sort of uh, marriage of the two. Um, you could use the Sonic Screwdriver in the same way that, like, wands are used in the Harry Potter Lego game. That's, like, for your building and everything. And for puzzles and stuff, um, you can have it be two-player, so you have the Doctor and the Companion. Um, it's, I just, like I That's said, really it's good. not its not like an original concept. It is just make <laughs> Traveller's Tales, make a Lego Doctor Who game. But I also thought it'd be really cool because you have all the different unlockable characters and races, um, like really all the different cool. species. Yeah, you'd uh, be able to, like... Uh, I thought that this would be cool. Uh, the new Lego Star Wars game has... Uh, all the different planets from Star Wars, and you can visit them in the different eras of the movies, and they're different. So, say if, you go to if Earth, that ever comes out, if that ever comes out, hopefully. So, say you go to Earth in this Doctor Who game, and you go in the 1960s, you could have it all be black and white, and it be the William Hartnell era. Oh, and then, if you go cool. back in the David Tennant era, then it's all colourful and it's David Tennant and everything. I just think that, that would be cool, and have that be determined by like which Doctor you're playing, or just like the time travel stuff. Uh, when you're traveling to different locations, you can have like a time vortex flying mini game. Um, so that would be. So then you get to, like pilot the TARDIS. Um, it's time travel. You can do whatever you want. See, I'm waving my arms around. This gets me really excited. <laughs> um, have like different planets. Like go to Earth, go to Gallifrey, go to the planet of the Daleks, Skyro. Um, go to like classic places like the planet of the giants. I can't remember what it was actually called, but they go to a planet where everything's giant. Um, so like do all that different stuff. 
Um, that's cute. I really like that. Yeah, I like that, how. That's, just that's, quick, my, that's my game. <laughs> I like how your one is very much a celebration of Doctor Who history. Right. Like you get to play as every Doctor. And mine's like the Doctor Who you make your own. Like it's yours the is a celebration of like the legacy, what mm. it could be, which I think is cool. It's interesting. I think it's cool that we went for two, like similarish games, both co-op, both like puzzle kind of stuff. Yeah. But you focus very much on the history, and I was like, just "What like about make your own?" In love with Doctor Who. Yeah, I know. For no other game would I just say, get someone to do it and do their thing. Um, mm. but for Doctor Who, I just like every time I think about what I want in a Doctor Who game that isn't like a specific thing, like a Weeping Angel horror game. I'm always like, Lego. I just think it's so perfect. Um. And you've got all, like, it's like such great uh, options for physical comedy as well, like Lego is famous for. Um, I would bring back the grunts, I reckon. Or I was going to say, the grunts actors. would yeah, be Yeah, the grunts would be so good. Um, but it's and you like have you've so got... much archival footage to just grab a little, like, ooh. Exactly, exactly. And the TARDIS sound would be front and centre because you're constantly flying around. Um, maybe a little Allons-y. Literally, and, like, the maybe not Jorano. <laughs> not not Jorano, but, like, um... I just think it'd be so cool, but, like, there's such... Like, we talked about Doctor Who enemies. There's some goofy 60s costuming stuff going on. The mm. Daleks, for example, they're a big, like, pot-shaped thing. Um, physical stuff with stairs, getting them pushed down stairs. You've got quarks, which are really, really little and uh, just hilarious-looking, make a really funny <laughs> noise. Um, that would be great for comedy stuff. I haven't seen like, quarks. What do quarks look like? Just look them up. They're weird. Um, they made this annoying noise in the Destiny of the Doctors game. Um, Don't do quarks. But they're like these little green... I think they're green. Oh, weird. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure they're small. They're little gonk droids. Yeah, essentially. And they make this weird noise. And I just think they'd be funny. Lots of options, like I said, for physical comedy. Um... And I want it. And the thing is, like, as LEGO games are often filled with, like, lots of Easter eggs and just fun unlockables and stuff, you would have all that on display for, like, different time periods and different enemies and all that kind of stuff. And you could do... There's been a lot of Doctor Who. Doctor Who's been around for nearly 60 years. There is a lot of stuff you could do. This could be a very big LEGO game. Um, but I, like I want it. it. I like it a lot. I really want it, and I could just ramble about <laughs> it for it. ages. Um, but yeah, this is, I think, one of the few times where I would just say, Traveller's Tales, make Doctor Who into a game, and do it like this. Like, do it, I, please. Yeah, I have nothing else. If I was to pitch an actual game, like I said, probably Weeping Angel Horror Game, but I want to make a Doctor This is Who the game. game you want? This is, the... this is the game I want. I want this right now, more than anything. <laughs> Maybe, depending on the genre we get for the Wheel of Genres. Ooh. You know? So, that's my pitch. Shall we talk about some little bits of Doctor Who trivia? Let's get a little bit of trivia. Because there's some interesting and maybe weird stuff. Um, when is there not? Okay, so, we've talked about how... We just talked about how Daleks can't do stairs, you know? They fall downstairs and things. This is a very famous, like, huh, what are you going to do against... Like, what's a Dalek going to do when you get on the stairs? Because it is like it has wheels or whatever, rolls around on the ground. They made a joke about um, it in the uh, 2005, in the reboot. Did. Of, like, they they were trying to escape a Dalek, they ran upstairs and were like, <laughs> what you going to do uh, now, idiot? What you going to do, Dalek? So, in 1988, an episode, or an arc at least, of Doctor Who called Remembrance of the Daleks, the Daleks 
defeated the stairs for the first time. Um, they were revealed to have upgraded in some way, and they could now fly. So like the Dalek levitates up the stairs, and then they bring that back in the reboot as well. I was going to say they a made child, a big deal sorry, about it. Make a about very big flying. deal. Yeah, as a child, man, <laughs> that was like the most wild thing I think I'd ever seen at the time. Like <laughs> a Dalek flying. <laughs> oh my god, the scariest thing I've ever seen. It is just an incredible, like, this is, it's a great scene, it's cheesy now, but, like, yeah, yeah the Dalek stops at the bottom of the stairs, looks up, and the guy's like, how, what's she gonna do, or whatever, and then it just slowly rises up, and the Dalek goes, elevate, and then, like, rises up. Screaming elevate is great. Starts killing them, up. I'm like, this is awesome. Um, we already wow. talked about, uh, so Jodie Whittaker was the first female Doctor, mm-hmm. super, super cool, big moment. Um, some people hated it because they're terrible people and people, they're sexist yeah, motherfuckers and they can get fucked and they suck if you don't um, like it because of the writing sure whatever don't care if you don't like it because she's a woman fuck such off such a weird thing you'd upset about like yeah. Doctor can literally be anyone and in like canon prior to that Time Lords had regenerated as women and it's, yeah. it's fine makes sense they did it with um, the master she became Missy the mistress Missy, right? yeah I've just She's just rocked up as well in my rewatch uh, with Capella. Oh, spoilers, um, maybe. So... Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Like no, there's nineties, um... late nineties. There was a uh, like for charity episode, um, like comic relief called uh, Doctor Who: um, oh. The Curse of Fatal Death. What excellent casting! Yeah, excellent casting. So basically, the Doctor like dies several times in like the space of a minute. So they just go through all these famous British actors playing the Doctor. But the main one, the main Rowan Atkinson, aka Mr. Bean, as the Doctor. doctor. What incredible casting! That's great casting. I want that now. He could still do it. He's old, but he could do it. Okay. (laughs) What would your so? There's rumors that Jodie Whittaker's gonna leave. Yes. This season, I think. I think next. it's yeah. It's, I think this new Coming season up. is her third season. So yeah, usually they last about yeah. two or three seasons in yeah. the modern era. Other than Christopher, Christopher Eccleston, <laughs> sad times. But yeah, who, so who would you be your ideal? My ideal Doctor. Let fan me think casting. about this. I really, really want the famous and amazing Richard Awadi to play the Doctor. It'd be so good from the IT crowd. And, uh, he would be so perfect. He's in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, but he's done much more than Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. He's famous for the IT crowd. Um, he, he did a movie too, Submarine. Oh, I haven't seen that. He directed it. Oh, it's really oh, yeah. good. I've got his book called Aowadi on Aowadi. I've been meaning to listen to that. I've, yeah, I was going to say, I've got that on audiobook as well. I keep meaning nice. to. Nice. Um, because he reads it, and yeah. I'm like, this, this sounds like it'll be an incredible experience. Um, but like, yeah, looking at pictures would... of Richard Aowadi, he is the Doctor. He's literally a Doctor. He's got silly hair. And he's got silly outfits. I love him. Um, and I'm like, that would... Because that's this other thing with the Doctor. He's always got, like, a weird sort of costume uh, thing Not going always. on. Not always, but most of the time. Most he's got, like, a, a funny or silly classic outfit. Um, mm. It's always great. And that's just something I'd love. With Richard Aoi, he would just so perfectly fit into that role, I think. So originally, um, just as, as an so, aside, sorry. Yeah, you go. I had... Yeah. I was thinking Matt Berry. Oh, so good. Because... I love Matt Berry, um, Douglas Renham from the IT crowd as well. Just IT crowd actors, you know, fucking who cares? Yeah, pretty much. And then then, um, then we'll get uh, Chris O'Dowd as a companion. <laughs> I absolutely. But having Richard Ayoade's Doctor and then Matt Berry as the Master, 
Oh, man. As a, like, mustache-twirling villain. So cool. I would love that more than anything. I want this. Richie Ayoade like, is the best casting, though. There's no there's getting like, better. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, there's this whole perception of Richard Ayoade that he's just this socially awkward dude. But, like, he's not. He's really mm-hmm. intelligent. And, like, he is he, he is a little bit socially awkward. And it's funny. Um, like, he is just a, such an amazing person. Not to say that social awkwardness is funny. Um, but he's an amazing, quirky He makes person. it funny. Yeah, he's this amazing, quirky person and would just fit so perfectly, I think, into that role of an alien trying to mm. fit, like blend in with humans. Oh, I, um, I haven't seen him act, and maybe give him a couple of years in case he needs it, but James Acaster would be another excellent Doctor Who, I think. Who's this? James who? James Acaster? James Acaster. Look him up. I think... You would have seen clips of him. He's he's really bigger for that um, uh, the British Bake Off meme of like started uh, making it, had a mental breakdown, bon appetit. Okay, I've not seen it, but yeah, he definitely yeah he has a doctor look to him. He's Doctor-y very that look. very similar to Richard Ayoade, I would say, in that like awkward humor. Ah, uh, see, when I look at him, I'm getting Matt Smith vibes, but I've never seen. That's fair him enough. As a, I don't know what his personality is like, but just like his all the photos, I'm like, yeah, Matt Smith vibes. Who he's I love, got a weird so. delivery and he's a lot of fun. Okay, I'll check him out. I'll um, send you some. It's good. But yeah, uh, then another person. So my brother always says that he'd love to see Adrian Lester as a doctor. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who that is. So, if you've ever watched famous uh, British TV show Hustle, um, I have not. About like people doing cons and stuff he's the lead in that i think yeah he would probably be an interesting doctor yeah. i could see him as quite a serious doctor whereas richard ayoade would definitely be like quite a fun and quirky doctor yeah um but yeah that's my sort of prime pick the only one only person i can think of in the role is is richard ayoade would be awesome or olivia coleman as well i think she would be really good olivia oh olivia coleman would be good yeah she'd be awesome um, there's a whole lot of people. What's his, uh... There's been rumours Dave... surrounding Adrian Lester as Doctor Who. Ooh, okay. It's not a... Interesting. You know, it's not nothing. Well, there was... There's rumours about Ollie Alexander, who I don't know anything about. Don't like his hair. But, um... Hair. Uh, yeah, there's been rumours that he might be up to take over the role of the Doctor. And, um... Oh, I'm good. sure they'll He's be good. fine. Whoever they pick, they'll be yeah, fine. Whoever, pick yeah, Richard that's the thing. Like, pick Richard Ayoade, basically. Um, I just want it. I just need it in my life. It would be so good. That's what saves the show. Um, <laughs> did you so have any more cool. trivia? Oh, yeah, we went I off did. on a tangent, um, sorry. Yeah, so here's a really cool piece of trivia. So mm-hmm. Colin Baker, who played the Sixth Doctor, and Peter Capaldi, who played the Twelfth Doctor, both appeared in the show as other characters i think colin baker played like a villain or something and peter capelli just played like a guy that the doctor helped out mm-hmm. um and that's yeah really cool so they both appeared on the show before they were then cast as the doctor um and it's really funny a few uh, companions have done that i think so what played... martha Recently oh yeah it. she did she appeared in the season finale of the second um, season second right? season only first... to be yeah the companion of the third. And I think they explained yeah. it like, oh yeah, my cousin was in the... Yeah, and they killed her off. Um, yeah. 
Spoilers. The lady from Torchwood? Uh, yes, Eve Miles. The yeah, actress. she's in an episode um, of Doctor Who beforehand. Yeah. A similar thing, they're like, oh, uh, are you? do you have roots in this area? Yeah, my family was here. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's like literally her ancestor or something. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Bring attention to it. Um, and then here's a really fun and bit of weird trivia, I guess. Uh, so David Tennant, he oh, played yes. the Tenth Doctor. Uh, he's, he met his wife on the set of Doctor Who. She played his daughter, or not his literal daughter, but he, like a clone. He, a clone of him, basically. So she is the real-life daughter of Peter Davidson, who played the Fifth Doctor. So the Tenth Doctor is the son-in-law of the Fifth Doctor. <laughs> and he kind of married his daughter twice. And it's weird. <laughs> it's a weird myth because it's like, it's the Fifth Doctor's daughter. And then in canon, it's the Tenth Doctor's daughter. But then David Tennant but... married the daughter. So it's his wife. It's great. It's a messed it's, up time. It's, it's, I love it's, it. Yeah, it's awesome. Don't it's bring really that into canon. Um, and she may or may not have made a reappearance on the show. I'm not Did sure. Um, I saw a thing that was like, the Doctor's Jenny, a Doctor Who's Jenny comes back in like cameo thing or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. kind of hope so because she was a cool character. I know that yeah. they brought back Jack Harkness. Um, they did, and Donna, Donna Noble was meant to only be a Christmas special. Wait, what? Donna Noble. What do you mean? Oh, right, right, right. I thought you meant they brought her back recently. And I got oh really no, sorry, excited. sorry. Back in that she was only meant to appear yeah, yeah, for that yeah. one Christmas special. I like that they got her back for season four though, because she's the best companion. She's the best companion um, by far. Do you have like a ranking of companions? We don't have to do it. Um... Donna Noble, the rest. That's yeah. fair. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, I agree with that. Yeah, but that's all my trivia. Uh, just little little fun bits and bobs. Did you have any? I did not, know. I think it's time to uh, spin, spin the wheel, the of, wheel genres. of genres. If you haven't listened to podcasts before, the wheel of genres is we have a list of 20 to 21, depending on if I've removed some, which I didn't. <laughs> Let me just remove that. Uh, 20 different genres of video game. And on the fly, we just got to come up with a Doctor Who game based on Whatever genre it gives us. Okay. I don't know if you'll be able to hear this. I don't know if the people will be able to hear this. Let's well, find out. I was going to say that mm. you can always add in a sound effect from when you spin it. <laughs> what if we did our own sound effect? Oh, no. Okay. Oh. I stopped really early because I don't see it. You don't know how far it goes. It's okay. Um, ooh. ooh! We almost got first person shooter, which would have been funny. This <laughs> is the doctor with a gun. <laughs> yeah. Um, action RPG. Oh! With and... loot? Question mark? No. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> An action RPG. You defeated the Cyberman. Get a part for your Sonic screwdriver. Um, <laughs> interesting. Okay. So when, when Googling action RPG games, because oh, right. I feel like doing this would help give an idea. Because um, we stuffed it up the other week and we sure did. pitched a, the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> sure did. I mean, we, I, I know that we both know an action RPG game, but you've got stuff like Dark Souls, The Witcher, Elder Scrolls, a lot of, of old-timey games, Fallout, Bastion. Oh, I guess Bastion, yeah. Okay. Mass Effect, Cyberpunk, these are all action RPGs. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. you play as a companion. I, too, was thinking that. Okay, cool. Good. 
good. We're on the same. Uh, yeah. We're within the same couple of pages. Um, so I would, yeah, you'd play as a companion. Ooh. The doctor would be like the sort of. I don't want to say mission giver because you'd be able to get missions off other people, but the doctor would like be your, you know, travel person. Um, mm-hmm. You'd be helping them out. Um, so then you can do all the sort of leveling up and upgrades and everything for the companion. Uh, and then you get to get in on it because the companions often get in on the action more than the doctor does like for sure. physically like uh, the companion will punch someone or that was my game pitch you know they're the more physical yeah, doctors exactly more. yeah um okay. so i'm like i oh, know yeah if you want, i have i have a pitch i have a pitch i i have the title and that should give you enough Ooh, okay doctor who colon torchwood Hey, so is the Doctor in it, or is it just a Torchwood game? I think he'd be in it. Okay. For those who don't know, Torchwood is like a... It was set up by the British government in in Doctor Who lore after an alien invasion. They are basically Earth's defence when the Doctor isn't here. So they're a lot more violent, they've got guns, they've got bombs, they've got whatever. They're just the alien secret service, maybe? Would you... Is that? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Well, that's how they start out, and then they kind of... After a thing that happens in the law, after, like, Cybermen invade, and they get defeated or whatever, there's a new Torchwood, which is much better. That's what the TV show is based on. Right. Um, but, yeah, they're pretty much, like, solving spacey sci-fi problems when the Doctor's not around. Um, so I'd say you play as a member of Torchwood with, doc- with the Doctor. Okay. So the Doctor's still a part of it, because the game would be Doctor Who Torchwood. Yeah. It'd be about Torchwood, but focused on Doctor Who stuff. And then you've got... That would make sense for upgrading places. You can upgrade your facility. True. Upgrade weapons. Like the base down in Cardiff or whatever. Being able to shoot a Cyberman. Like, I'm thinking first person now. Yeah, okay. I know that... (laughs) It's funny that we were like, oh, we almost got first person shooter. shooter, I'm pitching a first person shooter RPG. (laughs) But it's RPG, so it's alright. It'd be like Fallout or something. Yeah, and you're, like, upgrading stuff, you're leveling up, maybe you've got the base and the Doctor's there. I would say the plot would be that maybe the Doctor's lost his TARDIS. Oh, okay. I was so gonna, yeah, my, my question was going to be, can we, like, do TARDIS stuff? But yeah, okay, Doctor's lost his TARDIS. You can. Oh, look, it, it works. Maybe maybe the first few levels are the doc- getting the TARDIS back, and then it opens up to different worlds. Yeah, that'd be cool. Cause I just can can't imagine... Some, like, adventures and stuff. I just can't imagine the Doctor travelling with Torchwood. I reckon you would have, like, a story, like, the Daleks are there or something, Mm -hmm. um, and then it would essentially be like you'd have little, like, little level missions, like, level-based missions without any sort of exploration. Mm -hmm. So then it's like you would go to Skyro or something where the Daleks are from and have to go and get some item or something to help battle them on Earth. That'd be cute, um, yeah. And that would, like, then bring the, like, the time travel stuff, so it's like you have to go back in time uh, to get something. And it's like there would be little, just, like, linear sort of levels rather than more open RPG stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, that would work. Uh, and then, yeah, I guess you'd just be in England, like, in London. <laughs> Mostly. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Because, um, yeah, that's the only way I can think, because Doctor Who doesn't, the Doctor wouldn't really work for an RPG, I don't think. Playing as the Doctor, yeah. yeah. Playing as a companion might. 
Oh, absolutely. I do want to hear more about a... your companion. I, I didn't mean to just take over. I just thought torture Oh, no, no, yeah, I was going to say, my, yeah, so my initial thinking, I really like the torture. My initial thing was, like, if you play as a companion, then you can go traveling around the sort of universe through time and space, upgrading mm. the companion and helping the doctor solve problems. But I think that we've focused it down to a Torchwood thing now. Yeah. And then it's like the traveling in the TARDIS as a companion would be through a Torchwood mission with the doctor. It's like, hey, we need the, like, we need a thing, so let's go get a thing. And I my thought just now was set it during like an alien invasion on earth mm-hmm. so say a dalek invasion or a cyberman invasion or a quark invasion um <laughs> yeah classic quark yeah so you set it during like one of those invasions and then you can have combat and stuff because it's like um the doctor's big thing is no guns but for someone like a tortured member they would actually be able to engage in that combat or like a unit member or something you know like they're the other sort of military yeah. anti-alien thing um, you'd be able to engage in the combat, but then your character can interact with the Doctor, and the Doctor like sees something in you, and that's why uh, they let you travel with them um, on different okay. missions. I think that that would focus it down a little bit. Uh, the sure. problem with like doing big open universe things is like, what's the story? Um, yeah. And also, yeah, how do you take? Because the whole point with the companions is the Doctor recruits companions because he sees like something really important and big in them. Um, that makes it sets them out from other people, and it's hard to do that when you're playing this companion. When you're playing as somebody who has to engage in combat and stuff, because that goes against the doctor. Like, there's a great scene um, in a terrible episode. Uh, so in the <laughs> episode uh, into the Dalek. Um, Which one is that? That's the one where they go into the Dalek. It's a Capaldi episode. Um, Never mind. Yep, I haven't seen it. Lol. Um, so there's this great scene where the doctor. Uh, saves this girl um, as her ship gets exploded, like it's explode, gets blown up by by the Daleks. Um, so he basically lands the TARDIS like around her, and then that puts her inside the TARDIS, and then he gets out of her ship before it explodes. And she's like, the first thing she does is freaks out and like points the gun at him and everything. She's like, "Who are you? What are we doing here?" And he's like, "I saved you," um, in case you didn't realize. And she's like, "Where are we? Where are we?" And she's just like pointing a gun at him. And then at the end of the episode. She's all like, can I come traveling with you? And he goes, look, you could have been so much better, but you're just like, yeah, he goes, I see potential in you, but the whole thing with the gun is a big put off. So, um, in her defense, in her defense, she was essentially just kidnapped out of her spaceship. I um, too, if, if I knew I was about to explode and then suddenly I appeared in this weird fucking spacey area. And an old man was talking to you. I'd assume I died. I'd probably assume that was God, to be honest. Probably gone to heaven. Uh-huh. I'd be like, holy shit, God's real. Oh no, I'm pointing a gun at God. Uh-oh. But yeah, so there's a funny bit, though, when they walk out of the TARDIS after he lands her back on um on her ship. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, on, like, you know, the base of it. And they get out, and, like, she sees the TARDIS from the outside. And she goes, wow, it's smaller on the outside. There he goes, yeah, it's more fun when you go the other way. Because, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, this sort of famous trope in the show is every time someone gets in the TARDIS, like, oh, my God, it's bigger on the inside. Um, That's funny. Yeah, so it's funny, because it's funny to see that reversed in a really unique way where they get out, and she goes, what the? It's all on the outside. It's, it's like, yeah, it's it's more fun. In Scottish, it's, like, it's more fun when you go the other way. Um, That's cute. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, so it's like, I just think the idea of the Doctor travelling with someone who is like a gun-wielding person just wouldn't happen. No. um, Him or her travelling with someone 
briefly, who is in Torchwood and uses a gun. For the betterment of humanity. Yeah, that makes more sense. Um, yeah, so that's, I think, what it'd be. I like the Torchwood idea. I like the idea of traveling to other planets to get stuff and then traveling back to Earth to keep the, uh, you know, fending off the invasion. Yeah. And all that so, kind of thing. It'd be cool. I'm glad, because, like, I, again, I haven't seen Torchwood, Sorry. so I just kind of said Torchwood and handballed yeah. that to you. <laughs> Good thing. I uh, watched the show, and I get it. <laughs> But yeah, I like that. I think we've got a game, and it would be called, like you said, Doctor Who Torchwood. Beautiful stuff. So, I think that leads back to, we actually got some feedback from last episode. Ooh. We got uh, two pieces of feedback from our good friend Ben. Okay. Uh, the first was an addition to your game, which was the uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye. That's the one. You had moments of, uh, you could do, like, stealth or run and gun, it would depend, you can do whatever playstyle you wanted. That, that, that yep. was correct, yeah? Yes, <laughs> that was your yes, game? Yes, yes, yeah, it was, good, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> I think so. It's been Did a I long pitch that? <laughs> yeah, um, no, it was, yeah. Yeah, so he thought it would be a really cool idea for Taskmaster to be, like, watch your playstyle. If you were very heavily favoured stealth, then he'd put extra traps oh, to stop you so from cool. doing stealth. So you have to, like, mix it up a little bit more. Yeah, that'd be cool. I really liked that idea. I thought that'd be really fun. And then it's like, then the opposite being like, if you do... If you're running gunning. Running gunning. There's a lot more beefier enemies that maybe they can be taken out by a stealth, you know, kill pretty easily. But it's going to be hard to face head on. It's also going to be hard because you haven't been focusing on stealth. Correct. So, yeah, got to change your playstyle. I'd really like that, Ben. So I thought that was a lot of fun. And That's he had his own idea for a... Black Widow yes. in quotation marks game. It was a uh, management... He put it as a... Oh my god, I've already forgotten the name of the game. <laughs> but I heard it as This is the Police. Okay. I heard it very similar to a game, This is the Police. He, Fear Equation is what he related it to. Yeah. Um, of like a management, so you're kind of sending off sh your shield. And you're yeah. sending off shield agents into different enemy camps and different, you know, missions. Yeah. And maybe they won't come back. Maybe they will, depending on how hard or easy the mission is and who you send. So you'd have Hawkeye and Black Widow as shield agents. Right. But yeah, it sounded to me a lot like This is the Police, which is a game I've played. I've never played it. It's a lot of fun and very stressful. As that but kind of managing... Cool. To me... Oh, yeah. That reminds me of, like, the Assassin's Creed. Talking about it again. Assassin's um, Creed Brotherhood. Assassin's Creed, um, yeah, the Brotherhood sort of sending him off around the world and everything to do missions. Very um, similar, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I, I, I like enjoy the, it. I'd really like the idea of managing S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, you're essentially like your Nick Fury, and then you have all your different agents or something. And, and he's talking about loyalty as well. Like, Ooh. if you put people on missions that, you know, risk their life too much, maybe they'll fight back. That'd if cool. you do missions Come that are a little bit morally grey, you've got certain oh. members that will fight back against that. That'd be so cool. That's about okay. managing okay. your team. Ben, I also like that game, if you're listening. Um, I hope that's cool. We love you too, Ben. Yeah, he's great. Um, if you have your own pitch for a whatever game, really, Doctor Who doesn't this matter. week. Yeah, but... if, you think, if you think to yourself, gee, Willikers, I just watched a great movie. I'd love that as a game. Recommend it to us. Recommend it to us, and 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 send in a pitch, and we'll read it out. You can send it to 
adaptpalspod at gmail.com. That's the one. You can send us a tweet on Twitter, twitter.com slash adaptpals, or just at adaptpals. That's the one. You can maybe even send it to me. I'm at a forgotten donut on Twitter. That's the one. If you like watching me and listening to me, and you want to see my beautiful, beautiful baby face... He is very beautiful. Oh, thank you. Got a nice beard and all that. Oh, stop it, you. You can watch me on twitch.tv slash a forgotten donut. Really, just look up a forgotten donut and chances are it'll be me. Anywhere. Yeah, it'll be you. Um, I think there was one other, actually. I looked up a forgotten donut and there was one other thing not called a forgotten donut, but something with donut in the title. Oh, shit. I thought, ha, that's funny. What's a forgotten donut? Those, those, one word is good. Right, uh, if if someone wanted to see your beautiful face. if, If you wanted to see my beautiful face, and uh, you wanted to, to hang out with me. I stream on Twitch as well, from time to time, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> under the name uh, Dustin underscore Caldwell. Super creative. It's just my name. Um, <laughs> yeah, so look me up on there. And otherwise, yeah, I will check emails as well with the uh, Adapter Pals pod. So that's how, that's the other way to contact me. Um, yeah, that's pretty much me. I think that's um, podcast. I think that's the episode. Yeah. I think it was a really good episode. Next so week we'll you. do something. We'll do something. Yeah, we haven't decided on it yet. There was that one episode we got to do where we got to say what we're doing next. Um, <laughs> and then we didn't, because we don't plan ahead. We don't plan? Who plans? Um, but you know what I do plan for? I plan for hearing a little theme tune coming in. Oh, I, I think it's coming in. I think it's, I think it's happening. Thank yeah, it's, it's definitely watching. in. I'll see, you I'll, see you. I'll see you next time. Goodbye, everyone. Many kisses.